We popped the lid on the Tupperware and it's passed the sniff test. But it's still good. And now we're reheating it just for you. These are the best bits of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hello and welcome to an all-day breakfast. I am Alex, that is Matt, and uh, this is our technically our week off, so we're leaving you with some of the primo content that we'd have. <laughs> We've been giving you oh, since uh, we started in May. It's, been, it's gone so quickly, um, getting up to this first little break. Yeah, it's been such a pleasure, honestly. It's been the real highlight of this whole pandemic, so thank you very much for joining us. And listen, Matt, we talked about yesterday in the outro of, of Monday's show of you being part of the problem when it comes to society. And we've got a story uh, in here which I think doesn't disprove that theory about when you are trying to promote your own TV show. <laughs> Literally. A web series. A web series called The Future Machine, which which is still around, I'm pretty sure, if you Google it. But I don't even want to tell you to do that because it's there is still some, you know, I'm, I look back and I'm like, well, I was a bit young then. There's, you know, it's not... It is what it is. Just yeah. don't judge me too much. It's much better watching the other guy uh, yes. and seeing the mature content such as yourself <laughs> masturbating than seeing your dad as you climax. Spoiler now- alert! <laughs> You're ruining the best bit, mate! Look, the story that we talk about here is that I sent pubes to someone as a PR stunt. They weren't real pubes. They were just they were just hair that I cut off my head. I said that they were my yeah. character's pubes from the future. We got we got we got. But if you if you'd literally not labelled them pubes and you, and you just said here's a bit of my hair, that would still be disgusting. <laughs> Stop trying to make it better so, by saying the so, hair was from your head. You might hear in a in a few episodes time about my stint on Monarch Cove, and that's that's the first time that we called it a career breaker, a career ender. Um, but trust me, I was doing my best to end careers well and truly before Monarch Cove. Another big one this year, Karen's became very very popular. We got stuck into that and uh, made a charity single for those who were getting left out in the cold. And we've got an all-day breakfast baby, and you get to hear their very first moments. Very rare stuff you get to hear that. So um, look forward to that. It is all-day breakfast, and uh, hope you enjoy. Alex Dyson, the COVID-19 worldwide pandemic is certainly putting a lot of pressure on people and uh, people are mad. It's like a pressure cooker atmosphere, isn't it? It, it's, it's, it really is a, a high-pressure movement that's taking over the world, raining down uh, complaints on everyone that it touches. People are not happy and uh, those people are being called Karens. Now, Karen, <laughs> you might have seen, has popped up in many different places in many different forms, most recently at Bunnings, arguing with workers about why uh, this particular person should not need to wear a mask. The condition of entry of our stores has a- Then that's discrimination and I can have you sued personally for discriminating against me as a woman. Yeah, the... Uh- the lady not happy and threatening to sue. Um, and look, we can't wash our hands of this. We've been critical of, of Karen's in the past. Um, whether it is refusing to wear a mask, uh, whether it is indeed a Karen in a park, you know, threatening to call the police on a bird watcher, you know, the, it's been... <laughs> I, was, I was reading an article that Karen was even, you know, word of the year recently. Really? So. Well, well, I'll tell you something. All this chat about Karens and all the Karen backlash has unsurprisingly annoyed a lot of Karens. <laughs> <laughs> all of the real Karens are actually asking to see the manager of the world because they're angry that people are discriminating against Karens. 
Yeah, they want us to call it just use the K word, just say the K word <laughs> instead of using the full <laughs> offensive any, term. Some people if, have called say said it's that offensive. If anyone can be angry about discrimination, it is. It is Karen's. Um, forget about Who? forget about the people currently in aged care homes, the you know that are under the the results of royal commissions. Uh, forget about indigenous deaths in custody. Forget about Black Lives Matters. Um, you know homophobia, racism, age. Forget about it all. Karen's mad, and rightly so because to be fair, some people are just called Karen. A lot of Karens would like to talk to discrimination's manager. Um, and get the full story. <laughs> but there are some Karens who just sit around and mind their own business <laughs> and from under their feet, you know, they've from under their comfortable loafers, um, this whole meme has been born without any input and now um, there's a whole movement for something that they're, they're named. I mean, they didn't choose their name. Their parents chose their name and it, I saw that it spiked Abs- I was looking at the graph the other day. It spiked absolutely mid sixties at the boomer peak. Okay, so really? <laughs> so well, that could just be a coincidence. But so, I saw in Canada over the last in the year so far, not a single baby has been named Karen. Okay, none are slipping through the net now, and potentially because of this large meme. If Karens go out of existence, so too will probably managers. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they, there will be no need for them to exist. Uh, I mean, Karen, Karen Hayes, the CEO of Guide Dogs Victoria, she was on Sunrise saying, hey, this isn't fair. A lot of Karens are, you know, on Twitter saying, hey, hashtag not all Karens. I mean, it's getting out of hand. Ben Fordham called Kyle Sanderlands a male Karen just, just <laughs> yesterday. So, I mean, this, it's, it's, I understand that it's getting, it's getting too out of hand. Yeah. So we need to we need to show a little bit of respect to the Karens that are not Karens. Exactly right. And, um, you know, we here at All Day Breakfast have thought, you know, what's the best way to get the word out? You know, when we see people in need, Matt, we want to help. And the best way to help people in need, we've seen over the years, you know, whether it's Geldof, you know, whether it is indeed... <laughs> Another person who is Bono. not speaking to mind right now, Bono. <laughs> you know, they're all they're all part of it. The best way to help is with a charity single, and so um, <clears throat> in the studio we've got <laughs> the piano set up here, and um, what I'm going to do for you right now is get a little song out there for all the non-Karen Karens that are having a tough time at the moment. Look, I see you. I feel you. I know that you're struggling right now. So, well, this one's for you. If you're a flight attendant and have had a difficult passenger or you've ever filmed a woman freaking out at a janitor you might have called them a name that's now part of our vernacular and has become synonymous with speaking to the manager but not everyone whose parents gave them this title has grown up to feel so extremely entitled that's why not all Karens are Karens That's right Not all Karens are Karens No, no, no Some wear masks 
and actually have some compassion, yeah. Not all Karens are Karens. Sure, the stereotype is mostly true, but there's always an exception. Cause not all the world's Karens use their privilege as a weapon And I know that it's a name that's now firmly in the zeitgeist But not all Karens cut their hair with harsh blonde highlights, no Not all Karens are Karens Oh no not all Karens are Karens Oh God, no Some Karens out there actually Want the curve to flatten No, not all Karens are Karens Hit me with a rap now, Matty boy In case it ain't apparent Not every Karen's a parrot Asking to speak to managers Faster than a McLaren Some Karens are fanging Smashing back a few flagons Of good wine and some marins With masks tight and some straps on Triple layered with fabrics Scrambling for some hand sand Killing it like they're Sharon In basic instinct the classics Say goodbye to all them Karens Whose sense of humours is barren Put your hands up for all of them Karens That ain't a Karen go Not all Karens are Karens No, not all Karens are Karens God, no, many are But please remember the other small fraction Cause not all Karens are Karens No, no, no they're not Just like not all Darrens are Darrens <laughs> oh, day breakfast, Matt and Alex. Shout out to you. While Matt spends some quality time with his 18-month-old daughter and Alex researches some new parasites on the internet, we're reliving some of their best bits. Speaking to Mark Fennell earlier, Alex Dyson, you worked with him at Triple J. Certainly did. Um, yeah, my that, first, that movie guy. Yeah, my first interaction with, with him was knowing that he was that movie guy uh, and I'd made a web series called The Future Machine. With some friends, uh-huh. came out about 2010, maybe. What was the What was the budget on that again? Oh, <laughs> it, it was low. We got some free beers from someone, and they were the props, and that was about it. That was all <laughs> we got paid. And what did um, it take at the box office, just from memory? You know, we're still waiting for the royalties. I get some mean royalty checks, by the way. You know, I've dropped a few Boilermakers tracks right yeah. over my time. Every now and then, I got an Apple royalty payment. Last one was five dollars sixty-seven. Oh, you're cents. killing me! I was one dollar twenty-nine <laughs> on that Matt Nellix, but he played right, out Matt Nellix gold. <laughs> Anyways, so so w- me and my friends. I mean, we're we're young filmmakers, independent. I'm working at a at a, at a winery, you know, a call center selling wine on the phone at the time. I got no money. Trying to get some free publicity. Would so you prefer start- that or be one of the wine sellers at the airport at the moment? They're the same thing, mate. They're the <laughs> same ones, honestly. Um, I think I preferred on the phones because I didn't have to look nice. <laughs> so um, we had no money. Trying to find out little ways to, you know, spread the word, get the get our show out there. Yep. So we came up with the idea that it's a future machine. So we should send all these people in the media, your Mark Fennells, um, you know, your movie reviewers at, at Sydney Morning Herald, etc., are little packages from the future, right? 
I'm not sure if anyone else has watched Arrested Development and seen Tobias Fuque put together gift bags for film execs and put glitter in there. And oh, these dude, little notes. I wish this it was is glitter. Eerily dude, similar to dude, that idea. We we send a letter saying, <laughs> "Hi, we've sent this package from 2035, right?" And this is the premise of the package. We sent a letter. And in the letter it says, hi, it's Tom from the Future Machine. The year is 2035. Just to warn you, currency has become completely obsolete and now everyone trades in pubic hairs. <laughs> so <laughs> here, here's three pubic hairs to no, prepare you, you for your bank account. So we just sent and so at the bottom of the letter there was just three hairs like sticky tape oh, to the piece of hair. Now, can I tell you, they were not pubic hairs. Obviously, it was a joke. It was just supposed to be. Do you use your own hair? I can't remember what who's we who's we used. It was just it was just hair. It was definitely not pubes. Obviously, all right. That's well, ridiculous. Obviously, to you because you got them from somewhere. Not obviously to the people <laughs> opening up a letter that has three black curly hairs in it. Saying that it's pubes. Anyway, look, some people... <laughs> look, hey, this is just one of many mistakes I've made in my career. Thank you very much. And I am proud of those mistakes. What did you I say? tried. What did you say on our first show? I'm good at everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm good at trying, all right? That's what I'm good at. I'm good at taking a chance, God damn it. Yes, I, I sent fake pubic hair to media people. Oh, we should have asked Mark Fennell if he remembers that. All right, we I have didn't to get want him, to ask Mark Fennell. We have to get but him back anyways, on a future episode. And, so, um, look, <laughs> some people like Mark Fennell thought it was funny. They had a look at our show. They were like, hey, this is kind of funny. They tweeted about it. Others, I'm looking at you, Shelley Horton, obviously did not find it very funny. Every Saturday on like the, oh, I can't remember what the lift out was called in the Sydney Morning Herald, at the back of like the, you know, the entertainment section, she had a, uh, you know, a what's hot. Yeah. And a what's not. <laughs> and you don't have to be a genius to figure out which, which column she put us in. Didn't even mention our names. Was what, just so you got like, in the knot? It was, we were in the knot and it was literally like some idiotic film Young filmmakers thought it would be funny to send hairs pretending they were... And rightly so. Absolutely blasted us. So that was my first appearance in the paper. (laughs) No, like my first decent in the Sydney Morning Herald, my first decent appearance. An uncredited what's not sending pubes. You know what? I snipped it out, put it in the the scrapbook. I was proud of that. You got to mention... There we go. So wait. So, so there we, for the young kids trying to get to the Australian uh, media industry, there's a what's not to do. Keep the pubes in the pants, please. It's a best bits breakfast buffet. What tasty treats shall we indulge in next? Maybe this one. Well, Matt, big news in the world of music festivals with Splendor in the Grass. Giving us an updated 2021 lineup. I mean, it's a bit, a bit stop and start and foot on the brake, foot on the accelerator uh, since all this stuff began. But now, after an original delay to October of this year, they've pushed it back to next year. And now we've got an updated lineup. 
Yeah, we already knew that Tyler, the Creator, would be performing based on uh, the previous headliner announcement. And also the Strokes are still playing as well. They're going to be closing it out on Saturday night. Tyler's doing Sunday night. Uh, But unfortunately, Flume has had to uh, withdraw, which, side note, I mean, what's Flume doing in 2021? (laughs) Scheduling conflicts have uh, led to. I mean, what is he... I just, I am jealous of someone who knows what's happening for them in July 2021. Well, they can say no to Splendor. I don't have a clue what's going on, and I have no inside <laughs> industry contacts. And what I'm about to say is absolutely unfounded, other than from my own mind. Okay. 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 Go on. <laughs> but with Australian festivals, I think looking for those all Australian lineups between yep. now and next July. Potentially, Flume's doing a little swapsies and jumping oh, on an Australian lineup. Um, okay, that's just an absolute dice. You, you don't know. You're just guessing. Dark. No hey, one's a, told me that. I just thought, oh, maybe they would have organised him to go on another lineup. Uh, anyway, yep, no, that's that was a very, a, that very was a valid point. Um, but look, good news for anyone who likes a little bit of Brit pop. Uh, with the Flume's announcement being made uh, yesterday that on the Friday night, a headline, Slender in the Grass 2021, will be these guys. Gorillas. Uh, mastermind Damon Albarn giving us that uh, animated group. And uh, they're going to be jumping on the Splendor lineup uh, to, yeah, hopefully do some 14 days quarantine potentially and then give us an hour and 40 minutes of power. I mean, it's a genius move when you think about it because I have yet to see any cartoon characters needing to go into quarantine. <laughs> that is very I, true, my friend. They will not be in the, you know, travel lodge, Sydney, um, <laughs> no windows or whatever, just uh, choking on the air con. No, no, no. So that'll be very cool. A very cool back catalogue uh, does Gorillas have. So I'm sure the people heading along to Splendour in the Grass will be enjoying that one near the North Byron Parklands. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see how everything plays out and, you know, what other measures will have to be put in. You know, Queensland with their famous uh, sitting dance floors uh, for the foreseeable future, you know, we'll oh, have to wait. Oh, you're a sitting Splendour? <laughs> well, the problem is that amphitheatre at Splendour is so steep that I could just see everyone just rolling to the bottom of the hill on their chairs, <laughs> you know, like yeah. like bobsledding to the bottom. So who knows well, what will happen? It's definitely going to feel like a different event, no matter what happens, uh, you know, barring an all-out vaccine happening, um, mm. it's certainly going to feel and look and be completely different. So we thought we'd put together a little... Timetable for you. Well, this is the navigate. other thing about they, they've Splendor have announced uh, their first day's full lineup as to you know what we could do, and so we've we've sort of you know when you highlight your acts and you know getting get into touch the things that you need to do there. Yeah. Um. So we've we've actually come up with our day one at at Splendor twenty twenty one, and gates open as they always do at nine a.m. and so we'll be going in and not only dodging the sniffer dogs but the sniffing people. Yeah, um, at 11am, in a hilarious backstage mix-up, the Cat Empire will put on Slipknot's face masks and create the world's jazziest circle pit. Uh, After that, we're going to be jumping to the uh, inflatable selfie spot. Uh, You know, last year they had Hot Dog Snoop Dogg, which was there. They've also Mm. had Nicolas Cage in a cage. Uh, Mm. So we're going to be getting a selfie with their 2021 uh, item, which is 
uh, Swab Thomas from Matchbox 19. This <laughs> is going to be his head on a large pole. <laughs> Yeah, at 1pm you'll lose all your friends uh, and your phone won't have any reception because Byron locals have burnt down the 5G towers. That's probably why I don't get any reception any year. Those Byron <laughs> locals. Goodness gracious. All right, uh, after that, uh, New South Wales authorities are actually going to storm the GW McLennan tent because Ruby Fields will be debuting her new single, Princess, and they do not want a repeat of the Ruby Princess disaster of 2020. <laughs> At 6pm, you'll stop noticing the pungent stench of your campsite. <laughs> Meaning... <laughs> Are you saying we're going to lose our smell? Yeah, meaning the virus is already embedded. <laughs> and that bro you patched on Thursday at the teepee forest was a super spreader. Uh, which brings us to the headliner, and everyone will be waiting at the amphitheatre for Frank Ocean, uh, who's booked. Unfortunately, he's not going to arrive, uh, and they're going to replace him with Dr. Norman Swan. <laughs> oh, and when the night's over, with the 1.5 metre spacing rules, uh, the line for the bus home will stretch all the way to your actual home. <laughs> Can't wait. Splendor 2021. We'll see you there. Guys are having some time off to clear the backlog on their Netflix queue. So, in the meantime, here are some of their best bits. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. James from the sunny coast is with us right now. Hello, James. Hey, how are you? Not too bad. I mean, Matt and and I (laughs) thought we had eventful weekends, my friends. I've still got a splinter in my thumb. Uh, Matt himself uh, hailed a hero up for a bravery award because he put out a little baking paper fire after using and reusing the same paper fire. That's that's deadly. Too long, but it seems as if you could trump us both. What's going on? We, uh, I think we're about 10 hours into our labour at the moment. (laughs) Oh, Are you going to be a dad? I am a dad, but not. this, this is a new one. So You're going to be a double dad? Yeah. Triple dad? Yeah. Quadruple yeah, dad? <laughs> How many times have you done it before? Uh, just once before. Just okay. Once All before. right. So, 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 I mean, you use the word, you say we are, you know, 10 hours into a labour. Yeah. Generally, uh, one party does a bit more work, but I have, you know, I've definitely been a birthing partner as well. It's, it's not easy. Well, so you're at the stage in labour, I'm just trying to get this right, you're at the stage um, where you've got time to go out and talk to breakfast yeah. radio hosts. <laughs> I just, like, to be fair, I had to have a nap before. <laughs> well, but. you would have been tired, wouldn't yeah. you, James, from a very big day. I was so a lot of hard work. Uh, but please yeah. tell us how your lovely partner is going. She's going all right. Yeah, she's she's going good. She's a champion. We're yep. uh, we're watching Monk at the moment on Amazon. Oh, so nice throwback. So we're just uh, yeah. Is she there? Uh, yeah, I grab her. Hold on a sec. Okay. Are we about to talk? Hang on. Are we talking to are someone we- who's in labour right now? Great. Hi. Hello. Oh, so. Hello. Hi. Sorry, um, I, we didn't get your name before. Oh, uh, Rebecca. Re- so, Rebecca, this is um, 
This is unprecedented territory for us, so... Um, Are you having a baby right now, <laughs> Rebecca? Yeah, I'm bouncing on a birthing ball. Oh, my oh goodness. Oh, my God. This is incredible stuff. So, And how is it going so far? Um, painful, but good. Oh, goodness me. So, 10 hours in, I am absolutely ignorant to all of this. When do they officially start the stopwatch on labour? What needs to happen to get that starter's pistol going? Um... <laughs> I think you got to wait about 24 hours, so we still got a little while to go. So, so that's not water's breaking yet, or, or anything like that? The water's broken, yeah. We're just uh, we're just doing a bit of TV. Okay, so you're at home still? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Have well, you got the TENS machine out or anything? Are you, uh, you know, trying um, to distract them? Uh, they keep packs and um, the basketball and a hot shower. Just trying to breathe through them at the moment. Yeah. What what's happening on Monk at the moment, Rebecca? <laughs> He's in protective custody at the moment, naturally. Mm. Okay, but fair enough. There's a murder across the lake. Oh, who got who got murdered? What's <laughs> up, dude? You know how it is. Do you know my partner went through uh, most of labour um, listening to um, Case File podcast. Oh, uh, so I mean, whatever gets you through it. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Rebecca, the only thing I know about labour is literally people screaming, lying down, saying the baby's coming, going off, hitting their part, you know, sweat dripping down their faces. Um, is You've had a child before? Is that what's coming up? She's just in a contraction, so she can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, no, that's all right. Uh... This is uncharted waters. For us here, Matt, I, I feel completely said... out of my depth. I feel bad for even having Rebecca on the phone. I feel that this is... <laughs> Rebe- Rebecca, I feel like... Uh, are you sure you want to talk to us right now? Um, yeah. <laughs> so how is um, this? Is it any different to the first labour that you have uh, went through with your first child? Um, my first labour was a lot faster, so this one's a bit more prolonged. What's James done that you found really helpful or has uh, kind of, you know, annoyed you? Um, It's helpful when he rubs my back for me Um, and it's annoying when the lights and music and everything gets turned on. All right, so too much shouting and yelling and different voices coming at you could be more on the annoying side of things. He's having a rave while while you're going through labour. I mean, I remember um, a friend of mine was saying that she was in labour... and her and her partner um, just walked into the birthing suite, just eating a curry for lunch, and she was like, "Get out now!" So uh, it's good that James is doing the right things um, by you. But this is incredible stuff. I feel like we should almost do a, um, a all day breakfast filibuster where we refuse to leave your side until we all get through this together, Rebecca, would you like us to hold your hand through this whole process or is it better to check in with you later in the week and make sure it's all gone okay? Uh, yeah, it might be a bit awkward. <laughs> so uh, before we let you go, names, what are we thinking? <laughs> Matt, Alex? We're thinking the middle name, hashtag Matt and Alex all day breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, hashtag second middle name, Woods is the goods. So, yeah, uh, great. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Double barrel. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to us. We wish you all the best. What a lovely moment to be a part of. James, keep rubbing that back, mate. And uh, no, all the best for you, Rebecca. Cheers, guys. Thanks for that. Congratulations. Hey. Hey. Yay. The all day breakfast, baby. 
These are the best bits of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you very much for joining us on um, All Day Breakfast. This is a little bit of a best of week because we are on holidays. But, I mean, I tell you what, for our very first All Day Baby, mm. I mean, that, that, little, that little bundle of joy must be what? Seven months Probably old Walking or something, almost, holding itself up. 18 months old. Can you believe it? Every baby that we reference on this show is automatically 18 months <laughs> old, uh, and that doesn't change this. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, who would have thought when we're talking Splendour as oh, well, getting wait. moved to next year, 2021. Wait, wait. What? Uh, you want to tell us tomorrow what you're about to say? No. Because we're I, recording um, all of these at once, so we may as well. <laughs> no, well, it's only because I've just noticed the date, but I think I'll... Mm, never mind, I'll keep that to myself. Well, that's a weird way to end a show. <laughs> no, look, what I was going to say is today is actually Sophia's 19-month birthday. Oh, there you go. <laughs> She's finally wow. 19 months. But I don't know whether I'm, I'm still going to call her 18 months on the show. So if you're listening to this, it's because we like you. Because, you know, you're obviously, you know, you're a fan of ours. So I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah, you're saying, or you're a masochist. You made it all the way to the end. <laughs> so, yeah, so you're not, she's 19 months today officially. But I'm going to keep saying she's 18 months until she she can learn how to drive. That's basically <laughs> the rule. Beautiful. All right, well, thanks again for listening and we'll catch you tomorrow. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.